Sure. Um, so I guess the way that I, the first thing that comes to mind when someone asks that nowadays is that I'm a mom. So I've got three little ones, um, Lucy, Grace, and James, and they're five, three, and two, so that's kind of a huge part of my life right now. But I'm also um, a co-owner of 95 Creative, which is a marketing agency in Norwell. I co-own that with my dad, and we launched last summer. So we're one year in, which is exciting, and um, business is going really well. And of course, working with my dad, people are always so interested in that aspect of it. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we do that. And then I also have uh, Leading Ladies, which is a Facebook group, which led to um, A Place to Rise, which is a nonprofit that we're going to talk about today. So give me the backstory on A Place to Rise. What, what did it come out of? Yeah, so so I created this Facebook page, and I always, when I think about it and people ask about it, I'm like, it was such a mistake on my end, but it was such a happy mistake. I was with a newborn, so my third baby was like probably three months old, and I was doing lots of playground dates, uh, play, play group dates, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I kept meeting these women that are just, they're trying their own, trying to get their businesses up and running, or they had these ideas that they wanted to brainstorm with other women about. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to start a page or a little group so that I don't have to be, you know, individually introducing these women to each other. So I really just was trying to get out of some work on my end. Um, but then before I knew it, the page was growing bigger and bigger. And I mean, it's nothing humongous right now, but there are about 2,000 women on the group. And um, people are really engaged and active. And what I love hearing is that women get a lot of business out of it, um, you know, which I just think is really says a lot about social media, and it says a lot about the way that women support one another in this little part of the world. Um, so Is it we mainly like South Shore focused? Yeah, so it was South Shore focused. We just opened it up in the last few months to, a, we instead of uh, leading ladies of the South Shore, it's just leading ladies now, because our goal is to just keep expanding and growing. Um, and we don't know exactly what that looks like yet, but we're trying to figure it out. Um, so anyways, leading ladies was the group page we started having some events and putting together a calendar, a team, and then of course COVID happened and that shifted the whole, you know, our whole plan really. Um, and I just did not have the wherewithal or interest in trying to host Zoom calls. So the page in terms of like structure kind of just went, it, I didn't do anything. I stepped away from it for about a year. Um, but it kept going. It was very lively. People kept posting and engaging and, again, still doing business and supporting one another. And, you know, I know the business aspect is leading ladies is a big part of it, but I always say, like, it's not just for business women or entrepreneurs. It's for all women because I think I've also heard that a lot of um, stay-at-home moms have been inspired by it to start up their own little side gigs, and I think that's so important that to see one another, like, doing things and feel motivated to think, oh, I can do that myself, too. Um, you just need that support. So anyways, it's not just for business women. So what's your role within a place for us? Do you have an exact title? What's, what's kind of a... <laughs> um, oh, I hate titles. I, well, what's your role? Yeah, what, so what, I'm... What you can say your, your yeah, function. Yeah, so I, I founded a place to rise. Um, I had the idea behind it, but it really was inspired by... Um, particular women on the, the team, and including Jill Clifford, who's the president of A Place to Rise. So Jill and I met before COVID happened. It was like a rainy March day, right like just a week or two before COVID hit. And I met her at Lucky Finn in Hanover with James, who was an infant, and we were just chatting about, um, 
actually requested from you about that. And she said, I just want to do something. I don't know what it is, but I want to help. I want to support women. And I thought maybe you'd be a good person to connect with. And it was amazing because it just all kind of came to fruition. It led to A Place to Rise over a year later. We met up um, last fall, I guess it was, and we chatted. And then I had some personal experiences happen, not to me, but to women in my like outer circle, that I thought, we need something for support for women here in this area. Um, and so we decided to establish a nonprofit, which we went back and forth on names for quite a while, and A Place to Rise is what we landed I was going to ask you, where did you get the name for? Um, <laughs> like, I love naming businesses and nonprofits. Because you're a creative, so. Yeah, well, I do like that end of things. And um, it was, we went back and forth on a few different options. And it's really hard to name things nowadays because everything's taken. So in Place to Rise, I just was thinking of, you know, the foundational aspect of all of this and how, where it all starts for women and for this in particular, a Place to Rise, it's starting with each other. So we're kind of the foundation for it and then women can grow and rise from this place that we've created, hopefully. <laughs> What's kind of that 30-second or whatever Yeah, so A Place to Rise is really, um, we're hoping that it will be, and it's still so new, and we right. haven't, we're still kind of in beta stage, mm -hmm. but we're hoping to work with, with between one to three women a year, and these are women that um, have had some sort of struggle, or they're just looking for support and help, so it could be, you know, a family that's had a health crisis, and they need help, and, um, or it could be, you know, a newly divorced woman looking to find it could be a mom who's been with her kids for the last 15 years and they need some direction um, or a little life boost, as I kind of put it. Or it could be a young mom, you know, a 20-year-old woman with a baby and she's looking for support. Um, so we haven't, there's no definition of what this woman looks like or what her, you know, where she is in her life. But we're just going to be take it up, taking it as it comes and... Um, the thought behind it is that we'll work with these women for a full year and we'll focus on four aspects of their lives. So it's self-care, um, career, uh, family, and then giving back. So we're going to leverage the Leading Ladies group. And that's how we really wanted, we looked at Leading Ladies and we were like, where is this, where is this going? Like, do we just leave it as is and let it be this wonderful place for women to connect? Or do we take it to the next level and do something else? And that's how we decided to kind of align a place to rise with leading ladies. Um, so we're leveraging all the services and skills and support that comes from leading ladies to then help these you know, one to three women a year. So that's kind of how they connect and intersect. How are you finding the, the women? Yeah. The, the, the partners? Yep. So this year, for the rest of 2021, we're just going to be working with one woman, and we're selecting that woman internally. Um, to again, just kind of make sure that this all makes sense and will actually right. work. Uh, but the thought is in 2022, there will be a nomination process that's open to the public. So it won't just be like, you know, you have to be a leading lady. Um, it will be open to men, women, anyone really that wants to nominate someone who they think could benefit from this service. What made you want to take the step and do it? I mean, in the sense, there's so many people that say, oh, this, we need to do something about that, or this, someone needs to do something about this. But you actually 
saw an issue and, and actually was like, all right, we're doing something about this. But like, what, like what made you want to um. go that far <laughs> instead of, you know, being like, like Sarah, like most people being just like, someone needs to do something about this. What do you think? Yeah, I guess, well, you know, my husband would say I'm too much of a yes person. Okay. <laughs> I kind of, I think being an entrepreneur, and I've, I co-owned my own business um, prior to 95 Creative Hope, Nevada, owned a digital marketing agency called Social Thrive for about eight years. So I've had that kind of in my blood for a long time now. You're and a then, Yeah, kind of. And I don't know if that's necessarily the best thing all the time because uh, I tend to take on a lot. And I think women, well, I shouldn't say just women, but it, it's kind of, it's a good, a blessing in disguise, I guess, a good thing and a bad thing comes with its pros and cons. Um, but I just saw an opportunity, and, you know, I think a lot of it goes back to my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be doing stuff that they're going to be proud of, that I can, I have two daughters, so I want them to just always feel like they can just do it, you know. And people talk, and I know a lot of people, like, I know a lot of talkers, and mm-hmm. it's just really refreshing when I come across someone who just jumps in and does the work. And it's a lot of work. Like, there's no doubt about it between just kind of, like, delegating <laughs> and doing the stuff, you know, it's, um, but it's so rewarding and fulfilling that that's what, you know, I love my work, I love my family, my kids, my husband, but when I'm working alongside other women trying to help women, that's when I feel like, wow, I'm actually making maybe a small little impact in the world, and um, I feel good about myself. What's the most, every nonprofit has needs, and you guys are actually a little different because a lot of the groups I've had in prior to are, there's like some state funding involved, there's various like groups involved, there are things you're involved with, where you guys are very different. What's the biggest needs of the folks that are out there? Like, hey, we need support with Yeah. Apps. So I think um, because we're so new, it's just really recognition, mm-hmm. you know, getting the word out there that A Place to Rise exists. We're trying to, um, you know, grow our social media presence a little bit with getting the word out there through the Leading Ladies Facebook group, but also through a new Instagram page, which is all Leading Ladies on Instagram, um, but we'll be posting a lot with about A Place to Rise there. We also are going to be, in terms of funding, before we start reaching out to businesses and corporations, we're going to be hosting Leading Ladies events, and so the costs for tickets for those events will go towards covering costs for the event, but then anything that's left over will go towards A Place to Rise fund. So if someone wants to just listen to this and they're like, oh, I want to get involved with what's the best way for them to do that? Like, what do you need? Yeah. How can they get in touch? Yeah, so we're definitely looking for people to help um, in terms of either being on our committee or team or even helping with the women. So each woman is going to have their own customized plan. So, yeah, because we, we went back and forth on this and we thought, okay, we'll just have the same kind of rollout for each woman and then realize the women's needs are going to be so different that it wouldn't be fair for us to do that. So we're going to be um, really working with lots of different uh, services and businesses in the area when we're actually working with the women. How are you able to manage all this? You, know, you have a career, you have a nonprofit, you have a family. How do you, how do you balance uh, this all? It's <laughs> a really good question. <laughs> Some days are better than others. Right. Uh, you know, my kids are so small still that it is a little bit of a show. 
Um, but I get lots of support. I'm so lucky to be near my family. So my parents live in Scituate. My um, in-laws live in Hingham. So I definitely rely on them. I have a great child care situation for the most part. But it's, um, it's tricky. There's no easy. I wish I could say, like, I know all the women in my situation are always looking for an easy answer. And I don't have one, but I do lean heavily on my family, which I know we're lucky to have. So the NPO world can be challenging at times. What's the biggest challenge you face here? Um, the biggest challenge, well, I guess I'd say, you know, getting the legal stuff done was, we were lucky to have some help with that, um, but, you know, Joe and I were definitely learning our way through it, and um, so that was interesting, but we're, we're done with that, so that's good. Um, and then, I guess just getting over the nerves of it, like, it's kind of nerve-wracking, like, oh, you're starting a nonprofit. what does that actually mean, and you don't know until you're in it. What we've kind of found is that it's a lot like running a business, there's not too much that's different from it. Um, so, and because we're both business owners, that's we have experience and knowledge in how that works. But yeah, just you know, you think of nonprofit, and you think like, oh gosh. No, you know, that's, uh, having the business mindset, I think, is perfect. Mm -hmm. for that. It's it's as you just mentioned, the legal and like some of the fiscal yeah. aspects are probably the most challenging that people who are probably big into real estate. Yeah, definitely, and making sure that we capture everything perfectly, and because. You know, I just, I'm, Joe and I are both like, we don't want to get in trouble with <laughs> uh, anyone down the road. The yeah. government's coming up for us. Yeah. Um, so just making sure that we set up everything the right way. And um, so that's been the, if it's a challenge, but it's just, it's been more of just a learning curve for us. And it's mm -hmm. exciting because now we're like, oh, we know how to do this. <laughs> so on the flip side, what's, so, and I know you're still in the early stages, mm -hmm. but what's been your big, big, biggest success? Uh, just the response from people so far. Um, everyone's been so supportive and excited about this. There's lots of people that are interested in getting involved in one way or the other. And just the women. I mean, I, I unexpectedly got emotional during our last event, which was just a few weeks ago, when I was thanking everyone for coming because I think looking around and seeing all these amazing women, it just dawned on me what a huge part of this life, or part of my life this has been over the last couple of years. And, you know, I say all the time, like, oh, I'm just so grateful to be meeting all these amazing women. And it's not because they're running these crazy, successful businesses or, um, you know, they've got all the answers to motherhood. It's because they're so open to sharing the struggles about life. And that's, I don't know why that happens, but people open up <laughs> with me. And it's just really nice to know that I'm not in it alone. And I try to share that as much as possible because I think, uh, you know, when you're in this stage in life, um, it can feel lonely for women. Like, where do I go? What should I be doing right now? I've got kids, whatever. Um, and I don't feel lonely because I know there's so many of us out there feeling that daily struggle and just, um, yeah, That's awesome that part of it. Like trying to balance career, family, or maybe they're only a business or they're taking over a business and they're just, yeah. they need that support and guidance that yeah. they're feeling as if they aren't getting yet. Yeah, and you know, it's also just, I think, um, I, I think men are amazing, right. but, and I think, but I, I wanna, yeah, you're different. Yeah, <laughs> um, women, I just have, 
the stories that I've heard, some of them are just so heavy. I mean, a lot of them are. Like, I just, the women that I've been meeting and talking to over the last few years or a couple years for Leading Ladies and Place to Rise, it's like, we all just have so much going on. And it, we've got the day-to-day -day stuff going on, but then there's also the heavier stuff, too. The stuff that people don't talk about that often. And um, I just think it makes me realize, like, wow, you just don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And you don't know how strong people are, women and men, yeah. until you actually start talking to them right. on a deeper level. So. Um, so what's something about the nonprofit world that, you, that people might be surprised about? Hmm. Um, well, I'd say as challenging as the financial aspect of it is a little bit, it's a little bit on the tricky side. It's actually pretty easy to start a nonprofit. Um, you know, that was kind of surprising. I didn't know what I was going to be up against in terms of registering with the state and whatnot. But uh, the initial steps are pretty easy, and so if you have a good idea in place, roll with it. And also, the other thing that's been surprising to me, a good surprise, is that just how interested people are in helping and supporting it. So before we wrap up, is there anything that I guess I would just want people to know that if you've got an idea, just do it. Okay. <laughs> that would be my biggest takeaway from life really over the last like 15 years. Just do it because you can. Great. Well, thank you for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This is so nice. <laughs>